You are listening to Seek the Good, episode 13, Why Worry? This is the podcast where we seek the good in life, in others, and in ourselves to create an extraordinary life. This is Seek the Good, and I'm your host, Jaquel Tool. Hello, my podcast friends. So today we're going to talk about why worry. Like, why do we worry? <laughs> And I have to tell you, I come from a line of worriers. My mom worries, my grandma worried worse than her, and I feel like it it's kind of gotten better um, and better each generation, maybe L- a little bit less worrying happening, <laughs> but I still worry sometimes too. <laughs> but I have been learning more and more ever since I got married how worrying isn't very useful. (laughs) And the first time I was kind of introduced to this possibility was um, when I was, I can't remember if I was dating my husband or I had married him, but I remember him just telling my mom when she was worrying about something, like, why would you worry about that? You're just suffering twice. And I thought that was so mind-blowing when he said that. I was like, that is so true. You're worrying now about something that could happen in the future instead of waiting and just filling it once later in the future. And so that was the first time. Like, why are you worrying? You're just going through it twice, kind of. The next time where I had a big aha moment was when I was reading a yoga book and it talked about how worrying is just not trusting. When we worry for someone, we're not trusting them and their abilities. So that was a big aha moment to me that when I was worrying about someone, I wasn't trusting. It was almost the opposite of trust. The latest time that this has stuck out to me is been through going through life coaching school. I've been learning about worry and how they call it is not a useful emotion, not a necessary emotion. And I always am reminded of how worry is like fear a lot. And Christ tells us to fear not. And so I've been really trying to apply this more. And as much as I wanted to come on this podcast and say, I don't worry anymore. (laughs) It's just not true. The more I've been studying this and the first few days, I honestly when I was thinking about this podcast, I was honestly like, I don't know what to share about me. Like, I I don't worry anymore kind of things. Like, I really thought that. And then the week went on and I started worrying about so many things and realizing, oh, here it is. Here's how worry shows up in my life. The reason why we worry, I believe, is because we think it will change or control the future. But we're just making us experience it now. So this was interesting. My son has been having fire drills at school and to practice so that if there really was a fire, they know what to do. And he's been kind of worried about fires and not really wanting to go to school because he is afraid there really, really will be a fire. And then he'll, it always comes up when we're putting him to bed. And he's like worried that there's going to be a fire or something. And so we've been trying to comfort him. He wanted to cuddle. So we were cuddling before he went to bed. 
and he started to cry a little bit and I had a lot of compassion because I remember being really scared about that when I was his age and earthquakes which he's also been mentioning lately so he his eyes started to well up a little bit and I have to tell you my son won't talk about feelings with me usually <laughs> and this was the first time that he has and it was amazing meaning like he'll talk to me about feelings but not when he's angry what he's feeling I can't you know there's like the trick of when you're feeling angry or feeling strong emotions to name it and to describe the feeling to kind of go into your body to kind of give some relief from that feeling and that has never worked with him until this time so I said what are you feeling and he told me it was in his chest and um, I asked him if it was water, if it would be fast or slow, and he told me it was fast, and I asked if it would be cold or hot, and he said it would be hot, and all this stuff. So we were able to kind of describe how that feeling was in his body, and then I said, guess what? <laughs> and he was like, what? I said, that's what you'd feel if there was a fire. The scared feeling you're feeling right now, that's what you would probably feel if there was a real fire. And guess what's the worst thing that can happen? You could feel this feeling again, and you're already feeling it and surviving it. And he just smiled so big, and it was so cute. <laughs> it's like, you just you just did it, bud. And if that happened, you'd feel it again, you know, kind of thing. But it was just interesting how he was feeling this feeling of scared beforehand he's putting himself in that situation almost mentally where he would be if that actually happened which maybe it's okay to like prep us so that we know what's coming but the more we keep going to it it's unnecessary because we're just filling it twice and it might not even ever happen <laughs> right a lot of times we worry, I think, because we think we're going to prevent something bad from happening from worrying. I was at the park with my son for a preschool field trip, and one of my friends showed up, and we were talking, and she said, I felt like I'm such a helicopter mom, like, hovering over her child, making sure she was safe, and and I said, oh, I felt that way at this park especially, too, because the park we were at, it was so huge, you can't sit in one place and see your child everywhere. Like, it's not possible. So you have to, like, move around with them to be able to see them, which is really hard just the way they have it designed. And she's like, I'm worried somebody might kidnap her all the time. And I was talking about this later with my husband because I was like, I feel like I need to worry because it will help me prepare for something bad that could happen. You know, like if I'm worrying about my child getting hurt, I'm more likely to move him or or set up things to to help him not um not get hurt. But we talked about it that why does it have to come from worry? It doesn't. It doesn't have to come from worry. It could come from a different emotion. And so we talked about well maybe it can just come from responsible or from being prepared. Just, I want to be prepared. And my husband's a police officer, and he kind of talked about um, how he 
he brings a gun around to most places he goes. And he doesn't do this because he's worried somebody's something's going to happen. He does that because he's prepared in case something happens. And it's from that feeling of prepared that's motivating that. I thought of this at night. I always go around the house and double check, triple check, like the doors are all locked. And I could do this out of a worry that something's going to happen, or I could do it just as a feeling of I'm going to provide safe. I'm going to create a safe environment for us to sleep. And it doesn't have to always come. It doesn't have to come from the place of worry. It can come from a place of peace instead. So I just want you to kind of be more aware this week of when you are worrying and think of if it's actually necessary. Are you worrying because you don't trust someone? Are you worrying because whatever it may be, (laughs) is it necessary? Is it helpful in the situation? Could you be doing the same things you want to be doing out of a place of more peace and calm? prepared, responsible, safe, vigilant can come from one of these places instead of worry because they feel so much better. One reason I have loved having a coach is to help me realize when I'm stuck in an emotion that isn't helping me move forward. Sometimes I feel stuck and worry can be one of those feelings that keep us stuck in a in a spot that we want to move on past. So if you ever have that feeling of just feeling stuck, you want a situation to change and it's not changing, then go to jaquelltoll.com and sign up for a free session with me that we can show you what beliefs you are having that are keeping you stuck. It will just take a little bit of time to talk to one another and I'll be able to help you find those places that are keeping you stuck so that you can start moving forward in whatever it is that you want to change in your life. And in this session, I will also teach you my most powerful mind management tool that I will teach you and so you can use it in your day-to-day life to help you to manage your mind and to, to really recognize what is going on so that you can make the changes that you want to make. So I hope to talk to you soon. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next week.